Hi, everyone, and thank you for being with us. This is Fairbar Sapaksiwash, Director of the Department of Human Services. And today's conversation is about how we, as DHS leadership, can better work together with our union partners, in this case, SCIU, which represents the majority of non-management employees within the Department of Human Services. How can we better work together to manage through this pandemic? I am pleased to have with us today Sarah Ashmore, who works for our Child Welfare Program. She is also steward for SCIU and secretary of SCIU 200, which serves the entire DHS as an organization. Sarah, would you please share with us your day job in DHS as well as your union responsibilities? Thank you. I am Sarah Ashmore. I work in child welfare at the Gresham branch. I have been a CPS worker, a permanency worker, and currently I am a MAPS, which is a mentor training position with the branch. For SEIU, I'm currently serving as the secretary statewide, which would be the 200. I was formerly the chair of the local 202, and I'm a steward in my office in the district, and I try to help out um, with issues statewide. Thank you, Sarah. And, you know, from my perspective, why this is so important that we work well together as management and union is you all have heard me say several times that there is really one way to get successfully through this pandemic, and that is together. And when we talk about together, that means union, that means management, that means everyone who works for DHS to be uh, focused on doing everything that we can, because ultimately, Our goal of being here is to serve those people who need our services. And every conversation that we engage in, every meeting that we have, is with that ultimate focus in mind. However, we also know that those people don't just get magically served. They get served by people, by people who work for DHS. And that's why it's so important to understand what their needs are. And SCIU does a fabulous job helping us, management of this agency, become aware And through that, we know what we need to do in order to make the conditions to a place where everyone can do the best job that they can. Um, Sarah, can you share with us how staff are doing in uh, this environment of rapid change? Um, Ever since COVID-19, things have been um, transitioning and changing so quickly that we have been trying to keep up. We've been trying to respond and there are new um, policies or new directions are coming on a daily basis. And I know that this can be putting a lot of stress on staff in the field. Can you share with us how your members are doing and dealing with these changes? Yes, I think that um, a lot of stress is an accurate way to define what what people are experiencing right now. Change is difficult under any circumstances. Um, People, our members have endured their entire way of, for many people, their entire way of doing their jobs, completely changing, as well as their personal lives and caring for their family members. Um, I would say that while I think a lot of the the changes that have happened are um, are really astounding as far as telecommuting, the amount of technology that workers have access to right now to do their jobs, but having to learn that in such a short period of time um, and to have their entire world upside down, I think most people are, are struggling in one way or another right now. 
So thank you for sharing that. And what I'm hearing through what you just shared is that even in the midst of stress and learning and how to do new things, there are also opportunities. Mm. Opportunities perhaps for things that we wanted to do. Many people wanted to telecommute. Uh, yes. You know, we wanted to have people uh, to be able to telecommute, etc. And through this pandemic and through this uh, crisis and stresses that we're all facing, we're also learning perhaps in a positive way. And very rapidly. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, Sarah, one of the questions that I had for you is, what do you think that's going well between SCIU and management as we have engaged in these conversations to work together through this pandemic? First, I would say the fact that we are having conversations and regularly having conversations, the, the 200 executive leadership and uh, statewide leadership are meeting three times a week right now, virtually to discuss problems from the field, the perspective of workers. And I think that has been amazing and provided a lot of opportunity to respond rapidly to what workers are experiencing, especially highlighting, as um, you just did, how important the work we do is to the state of Oregon. Thank you, Sarah. And as Sarah just mentioned, we are working. We actually used to have like one meeting a month, which we meet and talk about issues between uh, the director's office and SCIU leadership. But now we have added uh, three meetings per week where there are actually there are a series of issues that we talk about, including issues related to human resources, facilities, program related issues. Issues related to communications, technology, anything that might span across DHS. And through that, SCIU brings us recommendations on a weekly basis that then we try to implement. Um, so that's how we spend our three times a week conversations that we have. Okay, now we got to figure out what's next mm -hmm. here. <laughs> Um, so, um, Sarah, can you share with us, like through these conversations that we've had, um, if you have specific uh, issues that you might have brought up or what is it that you're actually hearing from staff um, on the front lines um, that we discussed during our weekly conversations? The major priority is supporting the letters of agreement that were bargained and agreed upon between um, labor and management at the outset of this pandemic. Um, troubleshooting the issues that have arisen from that. I think there were there are, are pieces of this that no one could have foreseen um, or, you know, unintended consequences, and we continue to work through those. Um, a major priority is supporting people. Uh, SEIU has put together a small grant uh, fund to support families of workers who currently don't have hours or not enough hours. Um, that is something that can be accessed through um, SEIU website. Um, and hoping to keep workers feeling connected and that their voices continue to be heard throughout all of this is, is imperative. And what you just shared, Sarah, is um, right in line with what we are thinking, because again, if we can support our staff in the way that they need to be supported if we can reduce the stress some of those stresses that are generated by fear of perhaps not having an income or not having childcare, or not having the resources that they need then uh, they don't have a free mind to be able to do the best job that they can to provide services to those who need our services most so in that sense i think we are working together and again those meeting three times 
a week allows us those opportunities so that we can hear quickly from issues that's happening in the field and can respond quickly. And quite often, sometimes issues that are brought up on Monday could be taken care of by Wednesday or by Friday. And again, I think through this pandemic, we've learned how to work together more quicker um, and quickly addressing those issues that arise. And that also communicates something to our staff uh, from both the union and management that we're listening and that we care um, and that we're paying attention to what they're sharing with us. Sarah, can you share with us, like through these conversations that we've had, um, if you have specific uh, issues that you might have brought up or what is it that you're actually hearing from staff um, on the front lines um, that we discuss during our weekly conversations? An example of that is the notification process, or how employees um, have been notified when there's a presumptive COVID positive or a positive COVID case. Um, initial issues that were coming up, if it was rolling out differently in different areas, we worked with management to streamline that process and to get the perspective of uh, the workforce um, and who is notified and when. And, you know, Sarah, one of the things that we have talked about um, in our meetings is how important it is to get the perspective of the people who are doing the work. Because quite often when we develop policies, if those policies are not informed by what's actually happening at the ground level, we cannot make policies that is best in a way that serves both the staff that are doing the work and the people who they're serving. So again, I think we both agree that having that perspective uh, from the field, working together, understanding what we're thinking, what you're thinking, and how we work through that, and how do we break through the barriers. And my sense is that those meeting three times a week has been helpful to get there. Uh, what are your thoughts? I believe it has been. I think uh, it's a little bit of a whirlwind gathering all of the information that often, but there's been a running um, list of issues that we tackle each time that we meet to see where the progress is and if progress is being made. Um, I think it's it's critical to continuing to respond appropriately to this pandemic. Right. And, you know, one of the things that you have often reminded us of um, is the importance of working well together at the ground level, mm -hmm. at the district level, at the branch level, really at the work unit level. Um, because quite often when issues uh, come to us at the statewide level, um, either those have not been discussed locally or um, they have not been able to resolve it. Can you talk a bit about um, why you think that's important? And then what advice do you have for staff and local management to problem solve together quickly through this pandemic? I... We'll start with my suggestion, which would be to um, reestablish or reinforce any local labor management. And we've gotten very far away from having any sort of branch level labor management meetings. Um, I think that when people can come together and talk about difficult topics or challenging topics and hear each other, um, problems can be solved much faster at a smaller local level um, than bringing it to the statewide level. Sure. <laughs>
Would definitely like uh, everyone to know that the local 200 has an email box at DHS agencies, and I believe it will be provided after this. Uh, we also have the member resource center through SEIU to flag or address cons uh, concerns that people are having that we can then bring to the statewide level if necessary. Thank you, Sarah. I really appreciate you spending this time with us today. And in light of what you just talked about, the importance of the local management and um, staff working together to resolve issues. It also takes me back to the culture initiative that we have within DHS, mm -hmm. RISE, and why that is so important to facilitate what you just shared with us. Because um, for issues to be resolved locally, people need to feel that they are working in a safe environment, uh, meaning both physically safe and emotionally and psychologically safe so that they can share their, th their thoughts. They need to feel that the environment is caring um, because we all have stresses and as our staff come to work, we as management have a responsibility to create the type of environment where they feel supported. Um, and then of course, high expectations and accountability for all of us because we have um, accountability to the people that we serve to the people of Oregon, um, and if we can do those things, and if we can actually have equitable um, treatment for our staff, they will feel this sense of belonging mm -hmm. in a way that they actually will feel empowered to contribute. And their contribution is so important because it's that community of DHS, whether it is at the local branch level, at the work um, unit level, or at the DHS level that allows us to move together as one organization, one agency, as we move our way through this pandemic and uh, work through these very interesting times that we have not experienced before. But I think if one thing this pandemic has done for us, it has highlighted the importance of being connected, working together, and um, working in unison towards serving those people who need our services most, and there are going to be a lot of them who are going to need our services as we get past these unprecedented times. With that, I thank all of you for joining us on this podcast, and we will talk again.